On this episode of Sandlot Sports, we discussed how intense the past week of rivalry week was for college football, with Florida State, Florida and Michigan, Ohio State, Washington, Washington State, Auburn, Alabama, and what it means for the, the rankings overall. What they just released their uh, final playoff rankings before the actual playoffs. We picked the the championship game weeks, and we discuss who's going to the playoffs, who's going to the other bowls that we give give a crap about. Welcome to the number one sports podcast in all of Sanford, Florida. This is Sandlot Sports. I am Adam Capison. I'm here with Dorian Cody. Shout out to the Orlando Magic. You guys are playing great. I was going to just, like, not acknowledge them because, like, if you acknowledge it, the universe will say, well, fuck, they're supposed to be bad and just move on. <laughs> let them be. <laughs> um, and DJ Thomas. When the ownership actually realizes what's going on after they watch a game or two, because they probably haven't watched a game yet, yeah. um, It'll they'll fix it. Yeah, that's why I'm like, yeah, just, oh, just let them be. No. Just let them do their they'll thing. trade Bancho or something yeah. for a Volvo. <laughs> let's see, Draymond Green is available, so let's trade Von Wagner for Deion Waiters and Bonchero for Jalen Green. That'll work. No, those are players. They want a Volvo. <laughs> hey, speaking of, speaking of trading things, I just saw uh, Mark Cuban sold the Mavs. Yeah, but he's he's going to maintain the uh, basketball operation, so it's no no big news. He just made money. Which made which guy made money? Yeah, I don't mind if he makes money. Yeah. So, but speaking of people who made money, um, did uh, Milrow from Alabama make some money on Saturday? I don't know. Well, better, yeah. Maybe it was like a car dealership, but I don't know if he made any NFL money. <laughs> <laughs> so, was yeah. that one of the most intense rivalry weekends that you guys can remember? It was pretty good. Yeah, quite some time ago. I mean, I, I was trying to go through the numbers. I couldn't find an instance recently where um, the four big matchups, Michigan, Ohio State, Alabama, Auburn, Florida, Florida State, and um, and there was Washington, Washington State, but I think there were some other ones too. They all finished within 10 points. Like, it was insane. You know, and obviously I was happy after the noon game and then I flipped over to the Alabama Auburn game. I'm like, what's going on here? Like, this shouldn't happen. And then, like, I, I texted you guys with about four and a half uh, minutes to go in the game. Went, Auburn just blew it. Just blew it with a muff punt. And yeah. then they almost unblew it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, they had a chance. That was just a hell of a throw. It was a hell of a throw. Yeah. It was as good of a catch. Yeah, great catch, mm-hmm. great throw. Horrible defensive scheme. You know, they they rushed two. I don't. I don't know about horrible. Oh. They the throw went to the back, like farthest possible corner of the end zone. They could have gone to. I mean, could they have had more pressure? Absolutely, but that's, I don't know. That's where I was going with that. So they rushed two, and they had a spy. They had their their uh, middle defensive lineman spy the quarterback. What's he gonna do? One thirty one yards? No. Uh, he he in, insert Jalen Hurts. Yeah, yeah, like you see what Jalen Hurst did to the Bills the other day. Yeah. Yeah. So absolutely, possibly. Yeah. And not so to mention that guy's gonna break a tackle. Yeah. Milo, if he gets, I'm surprised they didn't he, break a shoulder with, with yeah. the third down hit from the uh, previous series of downs. You see? Did you see that man? Oh yeah. yeah. Like he about broke the the defensive back. Yeah. yeah Milo no. is a running back playing quarterback, literally. How many times has the nail broke the hammer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like there's 
Milrow's built, dude. That's that dude's yeah. solid. Like, yeah. that's like a linebacker running to you. Yeah. Yeah, I, I wouldn't worry about him taking any hits. Do you guys remember the Penn State quarterback? I think it was Michael Robinson. Yeah. And then when he went to the NFL and went running back, that's going to be Miller. Miller was a running back. Yeah, I think Michael Robinson actually does a broadcast for NBC. Yeah. Yeah, he does. Yeah. But he reminds me of Michael Robinson. I think he's stronger than Michael Robinson. But played quarterback, you got an NFL. Oh, no. You're a running back. Well, you know, and that's that's what um, Denard Robinson Mm-hmm. Do you just remember him? Like, he, too athletic to keep off the field, but just couldn't throw with, with a damn. <laughs> yeah, you just went from talking. You went from talking from tanks to jeeps, though. <laughs> like Michael Robinson played some fullback at some point. Yeah, he did. Yeah, and Milrow could play fullback or linebacker or tight end. Yeah. Like, yeah. Didn't Denard Robinson, I, I think, didn't he play receiver at one point? <laughs> they moved, he went from yeah. running back, like, I think. You're too damn receiver. fast for us to keep off the field, but you can't throw it. So we'll try to get running back. That That's not working. So we'll try receiver. That didn't work. And it worked. Yeah. I, I personally think, and I have no confirmation of this whatsoever, I think he has something wrong with his eyes. Because um, hmm. if you watched him in college, he was great during the day. Like day games, he was fantastic. Afternoon games, fantastic. Night games, not even like high profile night games, just night games in general. He was shit. Maybe he's drinking all day. Maybe. But I, I know some baseball players are like that. Like they're great during day games. Night games, they can't hit the ball with, with a damn. Could be. I know we, we're going to have to talk about it. I know you probably guys don't want to, but that the noon game, the Michigan-Ohio State game, was a damn good game. Mm-hmm. Well, they're basically evenly matched. Yeah. Except outside of a couple positions, but... You know, and I know I've heard everything from Ohio State fans the past couple of days. Well, the refs cheated you guys out. Um, they were biased against Michigan. They, they You bought the refs. Uh, my, my personal favorite was the Michigan cameras were capturing signs using AI to, to decipher them, <laughs> send them down to the headsets of the coach, and call the right play. So. Just take the L, guys. Just take the L. <laughs> I, I will say it is another instance of a white man taking credit for what a black man does. Because Sharon Moore <laughs> won that game. And Har- Harper all got credit for it. <laughs> sure. Sharon, congratulations. Ah, uh, uh, you mean Jim. But Jim won today. Ah, ah, Jim. <laughs> I don't listen to anybody that was born in Ohio, looked around, and decided to stay there. <laughs> <laughs> I need racism and rust in my life. <laughs> but no mountains. Otherwise, you'd be in West Virginia. <laughs> yeah, at least in West Virginia, you can screw your family and not get looked at sideways for it. <laughs> well, I mean, it's all, you always get looked at sideways because of the way their eyeballs are. But... Yeah, well, <laughs> that was a good one. That was... <laughs> I'm going to hell and I don't get flying shit. <laughs> don't care. I'll drive the bus. 
<laughs> Come meet my dunkle. Your dunkle? <laughs> my dad, my uncle. Oh! oh, okay. So is that your daughter wife? <laughs> Sister, cousin, all that shit. My whister. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm just trying to think of like what situation. Like, take take away cars, take away like uh, any gas motor. Would you still sleep with your sister if you couldn't cross a mountain? Because like no. you're trapped in like you're trapped in like a holler, and you you don't want you can't walk over this mountain or you don't want to walk over that mountain. I'd rather my family just die. Yeah, life finds a way. Just, I'm getting out. Yeah, yeah. Of course, I don't know if y'all seen my sister. Jesus Christ. <laughs> DJ said that, not us. I don't give a shit. She's got a mirror. You can laugh, motherfucker. Laugh. <laughs> I am. Dorian's off camera. Yeah, I don't know what he's. I don't know what he's laughing about. He saw her. He knows what she looks like. <laughs> I've never seen a black man turn so red. <laughs> oh shit! He looks like a strawberry milkshake. <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna laugh at that. Okay, you I'm, did. I'm you did. You just muted your mic. I'm not gonna let you lie to these people. <laughs> oh my god, we are starting hot tonight. <laughs> Shit, DJ, damn man. Yeah. <laughs> hey, oh, I was spitting on my drink. That's why. Yeah, yeah, you know, spit dick yeah. you're laughing so damn hard. <laughs> oh man. I wasn't suspect that. It is what it is. <laughs> oh. oh man. Yeah, ain't no fucking in the family going on over here. <laughs> I'll just be I'll just go a different direction. I'd be in the farm animals. Oh my god. Fuck um, this. Yeah. Um, at least the cow's supposed At least the cow's supposed to be that big. <laughs> Adam, save us! No! You can't! You can't! I've buried this show, and that has been to this week's episode of Sandlot Sports, everybody. I had a whole rant, and I'm like, no, no, I'm good. You just, the, yeah. the, the Germans are bombing Pearl Harbor. He's just letting them go on a roll. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah, no. This isn't Pearl Harbor. This is Hiroshima. Oh my god. I have tears in my eyes. I'm going to take you from war crimes to Pokemon. That's what we're going to do. Transform a whole country with these jokes tonight. Oh, man. You know what? I've been alive for 42 years, and I know that if there's any episode that she would wind up listening to, it'd be this fucking episode. She knows better than the, she knows better than the call me because I'll just double down. <laughs> It'd be like getting two aces in blackjack. I'll be like split. <laughs> That's not what he's gonna do to her, by the way. Oh my god! No, if she could split, she'd have done it by now. <laughs> so I, I, I will admit, I am a resident Sandlot Sports troll. I've been having fun since Saturday. Um, I actually started a couple of chats on, on social media. <sighs> About... Troll about certain subjects. I'm actually the troll. Yeah, this is true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So let's let's just clarify. Well, take, you know, I, but, I, I trolled so hard in 2016, my fucking beard turned colors. Let, 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 let me just say this: You've been busy doing 
personal things, I've been pick, picking up the slack for him. Is, is that fair? Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm here for. Fuck those Big Ten fans. <laughs> oh, I pissed a bunch of them off. Like, um, should, should they fire Ryan Day? Would What'd you do? Did you tell them Golden Corral wasn't real food? <laughs> Fuck all of you today. Fuck all of you this week. Every one of you. Every one of you can get it. They got real spicy when I said that Indiana won the 2020, the, the 2020 Big, East, uh, Big Ten East. And they went, no, no, we didn't. Yeah, they did. The Big Ten just y'all because y'all suck. <laughs> y'all at Vanderbilt of the Big Ten win a Big Ten uh, conference division. And, and then the Big Ten went, no, we can't have that. We have to change the rules mid- midway so Ohio State can win it. Dwayne, you know mm-hmm. the story, right? Um, yeah, I, I remember we talked about it uh, yeah. before. I, I don't pay attention to the Big Ten. I never went to a JV football game once in high school. <laughs> I told you I'm the troll. Yeah. So, I mean, w- with all of that has gone down, with with Michigan and with Ohio State and with all the bullshit, I just I have something to say. On behalf of Rich Eisen, um, Isaiah Hall, all the, all the Big Ten, uh, Michigan alums that have a radio show that can't actually speak out. Fuck the Big Ten. Fuck Ohio State. <laughs> fuck Ryan Day and his Kibale elf looking ass. I hope Ryan of Blue Hulse loads gold at him from his pot of gold. They should not fire that man. No. They're, they're absolutely losing. stupid. I don't care. No, it, he does he only has a problem losing to Michigan and well, I mean, does he though or does his players? I mean he doesn't play the game. No, he no. ran the football. Well, that that was the problem is that he gets he gets in his own way a lot. Is when Meyer was there, when Trestle was there, they were a power winning team, and that's what you needed in the cold. And he tries to transform that team into a finesse passing team, and it does not work. Especially when you have Honda McCord back there. I just got that joke. It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> not mine, by the way. Yeah, you can tell whoever whoever's joke that is, they suck. <laughs> Let's see here. Um, so I believe he's fifty six and seven is his actual record. Dude, they tried to run the football. Yeah. Yeah, so I you know, they changed it up. He's he's trying to figure it out. That this this thing of firing coaches because of this, that, and the other, and like, who are you going to replace him with? Well, and that's the bigger question. Is, it drives. We've had, we said this before. Yeah. Said it with Harbaugh when he, when they were talking about firing him in twenty twenty. Who are you going to get? Because mm-hmm. do we really think that Mike Elko is better than Jimbo Fisher? I mean, we're st- the Florida's still reeling from firing Dan Mullen. Yeah, and that's yeah. the thing. Like, if you're going to fire somebody, you better have someone lined up you know signed sealed a home run yeah right if you're if you're a top 20 program you better have a home run lined up yes this is not like they say you don't experiment at thanksgiving you better know something by the way syracuse made a good hire i'm very happy with that yeah yeah they hired the defensive back coach from georgia so he's been at a big school and not to mention he's responsible for recruiting the northeast northeast he's from new jersey so like that's huge He's been in the South and recruits the Northeast. I mean, he's he's connected on the East Coast. You can win a lot of games recruiting the East Coast. Yeah. 
Yeah. So I'm excited about. Good job, Qs. I'm proud of you. I'll see what he does. I mean, it is. Oh no, no. But the thought process was there. Yeah, and just the thought process is there. It is a step up to go from from DB coach all the way up to head coach. Not saying he can't do it. It's just it's it's a larger step up than going from coordinator to head coach. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's also done some coordinating too. He was a co-defensive coordinator at Rutgers or Temple. Temple. So I mean, he has experience in multiple coaching um, situations. I'm, I'm curious. I'm excited. Um, hopefully, he can take the program um, further than Dino Babers did. But I got to give Dino Babers credit. He dug it out of a hole. Yeah. That's for sure. That's absolutely for sure. So I don't want to discredit him at all. He did a great job while he was there. It's just. I don't know. Sometimes you hit the end of your rope. And that's the thing with a lot of these like mid-tier Power 5 programs. You know, it, it takes a lot to get out of the ditch. Like, if, if you're consistently 3-9, and 2-10, and 10, it takes a lot just to get them to be consistently 500. Mm-hmm. Look, a lot of the best players in the country come south of Virginia. It's just a fact. It takes a lot to get these kids to come to Syracuse and live in Lake Effect snow for eight months. So, I saw a stat that there were eight uh, Power 5 coaches that took over programs that won less than four games last year. One of them increased their win total by three. Yeah, and they're trying to kill them. They're trying to make them look terrible. I've seen quote-unquote rumors coming out that say Shadur and um, Hunter could leave for another program. If those rumors are coming out, that makes me think Dion's leaving. Yeah. yeah. But where is he going? Is he going to SEC school? I'll tell you one thing. If I, if I know anything about watching Deion Sanders for the last 20 years, he's going nowhere but up. Yeah. He went from the Falcons to the 49ers to the Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's leaving Colorado. I, my guess is those rumors are feelers to see kind yeah. of what's out there. Um, he'd be silly to leave Colorado after one year. Now, so question for you years, guys. Maybe. Question. Would you say, would it be worth Dion to leave Colorado and go coach a Vanderbilt in the SEC? No. No, hell no. 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 He's worth more than that. You want to go to a school, you have a chance. Like Vanderbilt, Rutgers, um, like Arizona State, those are schools that you go to that you have no head coaching experience. But you got a DUI last year or something, and you're trying to recover from that. Yeah, they're stepping stone schools. UCF, good example. Mm -hmm. Gus Malzahn, I don't know how much longer he's got left at UCF. Um, Probably he's going to get them to a 9 I don't know. They're in the Big 12 now. That's what I'm saying. He'll probably make it to 9-3 and and then go somewhere else. Um, but they're, they're separate stone schools. Colorado is on that same level. So for him going to Vanderbilt, it's a lateral or backwards move. Port Colorado, I would say Colorado's a better program than Vanderbilt. Um, it just seems to me that it's funny. I was going to say this when we were talking about UCF. It's funny how UCF gets to a conference just after that conference becomes horseshit. It's happened twice. Yeah, I know. It's like they, they, they get all excited and they move up and everybody leaves. Like, nope. <laughs> no. it's, it's like when I show up at parties, everybody just leaves. It's like, it's 
himself. But yeah, yeah. Um, there has been one coach in our lifetime that's made Vanderbilt somewhat relevant. Do you guys know who he is? No. James Franklin. Oh, that's right. When Jay Cutler was there, wasn't he? Yep. Oh, that's right. That got him the job at Penn State. He got him the job at Penn State. And the 10 and 2 records that he consistently has at Penn State will keep him there. Yeah. So, you can't blame him. You're, you're not going to find a guy that can go 10 and 2 every year. I mean, shit, what do you want? Yeah. Well, and and the, the questions become what what victories do you value? Do you value victories over Rutgers, Northwestern, Indiana, or do you value victories over Ohio State, Michigan? I don't know. They should just be thankful they're getting victories at this point. Well, they should be thankful they are not. They weren't completely shut down, but that's a whole different conversation. You can see the dark side. Yeah. So, we'll, we'll move on. Um, play a little game um, called What Could Happen. So, the, the, we, are, we are actually at the stage where um, one final week of games will determine the playoffs. So, the playoff rankings came out right before we came onto the air. Um, the top 10 goes Georgia, Michigan, Washington, Florida State, Oregon, Ohio State, Texas, Alabama, Missouri, Penn State. Wait a second. I made a graphic this year about this. We should have something we could go back and look at and see if our predictions are correct. Okay. We can we can do that. See go ahead. Let me see what I can find. Okay. So, i got to dig through my horse shit. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk as we're talking, as, it's, as you're doing that. So the, the games left to be played that actually are important to this, um, Georgia plays Alabama, Washington plays Oregon, Florida State plays Louisville, which lost some less for the past couple of weeks. Texas plays Oklahoma State for some reason, um, and Michigan plays Iowa. So Doran, I'll let you kind of just talk through this because I know this is kind of your bag. Um, let's just say, for example, Oregon beats Washington and Florida State loses. Okay. Okay. Does the, the loser, uh, I'm sorry, if Georgia loses the, their, their game, is Georgia in? Yes. Georgia. Okay. So we're saying, so you're saying that. Okay. Ah, this is not working. Okay. So if Oregon wins, Florida State wins, Michigan wins, Georgia loses, they're still in. Alright, so I actually found this graphic. I can't believe it. Oh my goodness. Alright. Well we can uh what bowl game are you speaking of right now? My brain I farted my brain farted. It just we farted. Hadn't, we hadn't gotten to the bowl game yet. Good. Good. Scenario. So right now we're just kinda of focused on the playoffs. I, I got this new monitor and it's like looking into the sun. Yeah, I was gonna do the the playoffs or the the bowl games after we made our picks. Okay. So you want to just go go to the picks now and we'll just do it then. Sure. Okay. I can't believe I found this graphic. I've made so many since then. It is. All right. Okay, so the first game that we have is actually on Friday. It's not on Saturday. It's Oregon versus Washington. Remember, Washington won the first game by three. 
is in Seattle. This one's in Las Vegas. Orchid's favored by nine and a half. <clears throat> that Washington defense does not look great as far as rankings are concerned. However, that offense. Um, Jeez. Nine and a half. I just don't think Oregon covers. So you're picking Washington with the points? Yeah. Dorian? Me? Uh, the same. I'm picking Washington with the points. I think I, I think Oregon's going to win, but it's going to be like three or four points. It's going to be. Uh, I just don't see it being nine and a half. Yeah. Oh, before I make my pick, um, when I get to our standings, all three of us are thirty-three and thirty-six. <laughs> We're equally garbage. <laughs> We're e- equally terrible. Um, I'm, I'm going to have to agree with you guys. I don't think it's going to be a blowout, so I'm, I'm going to pick um, Oregon to win, but Washington for the points. By the way, I looked at my pick'em stats today. The spread's my boogeyman. I'm 105 and 72 picking up picking winners. Yeah. I just want to put that out there. I just, you know. The problem is when you when you bet for money, you need, you need to go against the spread. Well, what, you can't I'm, do the money, though, but it's not really profitable. What, what's a... What's the point of having your own podcast if you don't jerk yourself off every once in a while? There you go. <laughs> Just don't do it on camera. You're not Mel Tucker. I don't know. I, we got to do something to get listeners. Okay, so the... <laughs> I just the thought of listening to somebody jerk themselves off through a microphone. I just want you to know that that would be fucking shocking. That would be fucking shocking. Just in there, just, just, the, 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 I mean, just, just, no, 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 no video, just audio, audio just making you listen to it. <laughs> Give him one of those like '80s porn orgasms. You now listen to Sandlot Sports. <laughs> <laughs> Nut you very much. So, moving right along because we somehow need to recover. Um, well, if you're bringing up this next game, we might as well talk about jerking off. <laughs> fucking championship game with a 23-point spread. Jeez. Well, it, it's not just a 23-point spread. The over-under is 35. <laughs> yeah, it'd be Michigan 35 to nothing. <laughs> God, how's Iowa going to score? I really have no idea. I'm trying to pull up. Um, I had it listed here. I'm trying to find it. Um, how Iowa ended their game on Friday, and it was it was classic. Have they learned how to teleport? Um, no, <laughs> they have not. They're in trouble. Yes. They have okay. to stop working on corn and start working on teleportation. That's the only way they're going to score. <laughs> so... Their game against Nebraska was tied at 10 with about a minute to go. Here's how it ended. So an entire play ran with the the game clock, didn't run at all. Um, Iowa called timeout instead of just letting the game go to overtime because for some reason. Iowa then throws an interception um, on the play right after the timeout. Nebraska has a penalty on the interception, moving the ball out of field goal range. On the very next play, Nebraska throws an interception. And then... Um, Iowa decides instead of trying to throw the ball get, to get closer, they just will run the ball. Nebraska gets faked out, lets them go 15 yards down the field, um, and then Iowa, to line up the game-winning kick, backs up five yards, kneels down in the middle of the field, 
bring out a kicker who's never kicked before and he makes it. Damn. That's crazy. Yeah. Their under has hit the past five five or six weeks and it's been always been like under thirty. It's been insane. Yeah. Michigan. <laughs> All that to say I'm going with, with Michigan. So the next game is Oklahoma State versus Texas. 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 Whatever the line is, Texas. Yeah. Texas. I'm taking Oklahoma State with the points. Bad idea. Okay, so this game, I wanted to ask you guys a question. Everyone in the media is basically assumed that Alabama is going to beat Georgia. What do you guys think? Yeah, I don't know about that. Did you mean oh. Georgia's going to beat Alabama? Or you really th- they assume Alabama is going to beat Georgia? The, the entire conversation has been, if Alabama beats Georgia, this is Alabama's in. If Alabama beats Georgia, and it's like, um, guys, what, hold on, what, what are we talking about here? Yeah. Well, Georgia is not the juggernaut of the past few years. Let's just put that out there. Right. So we know that. Is Alabama going to beat them? It's not out of the realm of possibility. Um, I'm still not ready to jump on that bandwagon yet. I still think Georgia's a better team at this point. I feel like it's easier for them to score than it is for Alabama to score. Um, no, I'm going to go with Al. I'm going to go with Georgia right now. I just. Everything seems like such a struggle for Alabama on offense. Like there's so much, there's so many intense moments with Alabama's offense where you're like holding your breath. So I just, I don't, that wasn't me me doing what I said we were doing in the previous segment, by the way. That was me showing the intensity that is what happens when you watch Alabama's offense. You get like, you stop breathing for a second. Listeners, listeners, we we did not get Louis C.K. on those against us. <laughs> no, 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 see, that's different. I told you I was going to tug it. I didn't just pl- sit down and pull it out. That's completely different. You've been warned. If you stay here, that's your fucking problem. So, you got Georgia to win. Do they cover? Yeah, five, probably. I can see a touchdown. Dorian? Um, I'm picking Alabama. Um, mm. Spicy. I believe, I believe that Nick Saban is going to play the underdog card. He's going to make this game ugly. That's what I think. Every time you say they're going to make the game ugly, the game is not ugly. I believe this one is. I, it, because think about it. Okay. Well, you... All right. Besides that lucky pass that Miro did, like, he's he's not a passer. I think I think they're going to put a position where he's going to do some, uh, do some draw plays, get some yards on the ground, things of that nature. If they can keep George's... If, if they can keep George's defense on the field longer than expected, then, ha- then, then I believe they're going to win, and I believe Nick Saban's going to finally do that. I think the student has surpassed the master. I think that Kirby is a better coach now than Saban is now. He's not talk about five years ago, not ten years ago, not, not like that. As of right now, I think Kirby is a better coach. 
and he also has better players. I'm going Georgia to cover. Mm. Um, this game was spicy, and then Louisville mm. decided to shit, shit itself against Kentucky. Um, Louisville versus Florida State. Go with FSU. That team's extremely talented playing with a backup quarterback in college football. That's not it's not improbable to think that they can pull this off. Now let me ask you this. Do they have a top four spot if they win this game? To me, yes. I don't you can't pull them out of there. Yeah, right. I mean, there are four undefeated teams right now. If they win this game, they are one of four or less undefeated teams. There's fewer can't, ways to pull them out. Can't do it. Exactly. If they do, it's, if no, I'm just saying, if they do, a network stepped in and said, you can't have a backup quarterback in these games. I, I will tell you this, that the, the five teams that are in the top five, Georgia, Michigan, Florida State, Washington, Oregon, any of those teams win, they are in automatically. And I hope so. They've, in, I'm a Florida fan, but Florida State's earned it. Yeah. They've earned it. They've come from behind. They've played tight games. They've beat ranked opponents. I mean, you look at LSU now. That that's a, that's a really good win. That's a really good. Is anybody playing better football than Jaden Daniels right now? No. Like that kid's on fire, and Florida State beat that team. After uh, Florida State beat Clemson, Clemson started kicking again. So I mean. Like those, are, those are two good wins, and they managed to stay undefeated, and they beat a, a Florida team who punched them in the mouth in the first half. So, I mean, Florida State's earned it. I hope that no skullduggery, treachery, bullshit happens because we all know it exists. Oh, yeah. So, I... Yeah. No, I'm, I forgot I forgot I made my pick. I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, Florida State. Ooh, I like it. After watching what Louisville did last week, I'm, I'm going forward to say the game. So, if Louisville had won that game, I'd still pick Florida State. I, I think their defense is solid. And uh, those wide receivers that Florida State has, they are going to be somewhere in the next couple of years. Yeah. Uh, Dorian, just to let you know, I sent your bold picks from the preseason in the messenger if you want to look at those. Right now. Oh, is that Dorian's? Actually, those are yours. Those are mine. Those are yours. Those are Dorian's. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, you were close, Dorian. You were not. Uh, all of us have some part of this right. Yep. Yeah. So the Rose Bowl and the Sugar Bowl are the, the playoff games this year. Yes. So we had going to the Rose Bowl, Michigan and Alabama. Going to the Sugar Bowl, Georgia and Florida State. That's what I had too. That's what, that's what that's what BJ had. I had Alabama, Utah, Georgia, and Ohio State. Now the Utah pick was assuming Cam Rising was playing. And then Dorian had Ohio State, Texas, Florida State, Alabama. All very close. We were very close. So with that in mind, let's just do our bowls. So, we all kind of said that, well, BJ and I said that, that Georgia was going to win. 
So if Georgia wins, they're in. Everybody cool with that? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm putting Georgia in the Sugar Bowl because they're it's closer to Georgia, so that's how that works. Um, so we all had Michigan winning, so they'll go to the Rose Bowl. I did not. I had Alabama beating Michigan. In the picks we just made. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so, sorry. Okay. So and then we had Oregon winning, but Washington covering. So if Oregon wins. Are we confident that they're in? Yeah, I think so. And, and, and then we had Florida State winning. Okay. So Florida State should be in. Florida State should be in. Okay. Okay, so the, um, the top group of five team will go to the Peach Bowl. And that's going to be either Tulane or Liberty. We all had App State. We were completely off. I know Tulane was hot there for a while, so I would imagine Tulane probably get that. Tulane's eleven and one. Uh, Liberty's twelve and zero. Oh. I'll leave it up to you guys. I'm going with Tulane. Yeah. Yeah. That's my vote. Same, too late. I believe the Cotton Bowl gets first pick of the remaining teams. Could that be an Ohio State-Texas matchup or a Washington-Ohio State matchup? Well, they, they pick one team and then it cycles through. Well, if I'm them, I'm picking Ohio State. They travel. And at this point, these bowl games are about who sells tickets. Yep. Yeah. Who sells tickets far enough away to also sell hotel rooms? Ohio State mm-hmm. travels. Yes. Yeah. You know who also travels? Alabama in the Orange Bowl. Man, Washington gets skipped out for monetary reasons. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I put them in the Fiesta Bowl. And in the Peach Bowl... Dorian, who do you want to put in the Peach Bowl? Peach Bowl. Um, I know. I know. Usually, Peach Bowl is. That's in Georgia. Is that an SEC or ACC team usually? Yeah, it's the it's, it's the SEC and ACC usually go against each other. Usually. So Peach Bowl, I'm gonna put Texas in there. See, I was thinking Texas Alabama, but they need a Big Ten. T- that would no, that wouldn't work out. Unfortunately. Because that'd be a nice rematch. So the problem with the Orange Bowl is if Florida State makes the playoffs, they are contractually obligated to take somebody from the ACC. Yeah. <laughs> so Louisville? Sure. Ugh. Alabama. I bet you Alabama freight trains Louisville. Louisville or Clemson. I mean. It's got to be Louisville. It cannot be Clemson. And then there's an at large for the Fiesta Bowl. Hmm. Do we think Missouri's earned that? I think they've earned it more than Penn State has. Hmm. But or, 
Missouri would make more sense at the Cotton Bowl against Ohio State, though. Okay. Well, that's right down the road. Financially, I'm thinking. Because a lot of these bowl games are picked like that at this point, I believe. Yep. Where it's like, who will travel? Who can I sell the tickets and the TV rights and this, that, and the other? <clears throat> and like I said, who, who can sell hotel rooms? Right. Penn State travels. Those people show up everywhere. Yeah. So I would be surprised. If you could stick Penn State in the Fiesta Bowl and still sell tickets. And hotel rooms and whatnot. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. I think they'd be a fun bowl team. Yes. I like I like the Citrus Bowl, and I would go see this game if it was LSU Oklahoma. Problem is, it can't be. What? Oh, Big Ten. Oh. Iowa. Ooh, but yeah, they don't have a choice. God, what a shitty matchup. <laughs> no, it is. I'm not even trying to be funny. No, I mean it, it really is. No. So now we're looking. Now we're looking at Mississippi, Oklahoma, in the last bowl game. Well, Mississippi or against Clemson. Oh yeah, I keep forgetting Big Big Twelve is not a thing. Oh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah the, the, the Cheez-It Citrus Bowl, the only way they're going to get me to watch LSU and Iowa is if they just have a bunch of Cheez-Its that they give away for free. You know I'll be watching it. I'll do one more thing for me to be like, man, that conference sucks. Like, man, <laughs> Iowa has no offense. Like, no shit. <laughs> this is your second place team? This is your sacrifice? And if I remember right, BJ, you did call Iowa to win the Big Ten East, a Big Ten West. Oh, I figured their defense would be better. I knew they weren't going to score. Yeah, the, the offense, the defense is great. The offense is just pure. not great enough. They can't allow any points. So, Iowa have play, has played twelve games this year. They finished ten and two. In eleven games, they did not score twenty-seven points. They're trying not to score. It sounds like. <laughs> It's like, I, I don't know if Brian Ferentz misunderstood the con- the contract and the clause. It was like, well, you have to score 25 points a game to, to stay here. I th- maybe he just realized, maybe he thought, yeah, I, I can't score 25 points a game to stay here. I don't know. But... Man, I would have called Mike Shannon and be like, what are the chances your kid will do your homework? <laughs> <laughs> so with that, we'll take a quick break and we're back for the NFL. 